everybody, what's up? It's your girl, Wanda White, and welcome to another edition of This Is Where I Stand. We've been having some crazy shows, and so my friends are so crazy, and we got two other ones that have come in here to get down today with you guys. First of all, my guy, my brother from another mother, I've known him forever. He's booked me on shows, I booked him on shows, we kind of grooved together in the game. We've done radio shows together. He's a comedian. He travels all over the country. I love him to death. Welcome him to the show, my boy Kente Scott. Hey, thank you, Wanda. Appreciate you having me. Yes, all right. Yeah. Then we got my other brother, and he is spicy. He is spicy. I love him. He books me. I book him. We travel all over the country together. We're doing big things. He's a writer. He's a producer. I mean, I can go on and on. His personality is infectious, and I had to have him on this, this show today. Welcome, my friend, Narciso Gonzalez. Two pieces of bread. That's a, that's that's the full definition of a sandwich. Right. That's it. Oh, I, absolutely not. I see you disagree. A, it's a delicacy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, really, like you can't just bring countries together. Like that's a serious item. A delicacy. It's an American. A delicacy. Dog. That is right. Sandwich. It's special. Yeah, like it's different. Yeah. So so if you use crunchy peanut butter, does that not make it a no. peanut butter jelly sandwich? Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's still it's a sandwich. A, but a hot dog has a bun. Okay. So let's a say we bun. let's say a we take bun. out the wiener and put chicken or beef or whatever. Is it still a hot dog? Chicken sandwich. It's just, just a chicken sandwich. Now you're poor. Yeah, that means you don't have any money. <laughs> and now you're poor. If you take the bread away, it's just a wiener. Thank you. So it's not it. It, that's not but you don't put wieners in a sandwich. Yes, you do. You can put Here's whatever you want in a sandwich. Okay. In the hood, the kielbasa. maybe. <laughs> kielbasa sandwich. Uh, what's it? The, the hot link sandwich. Right. They call it a hot link sandwich. sandwich. And they put it right in that same bun. Yep. It just burns your that's mouth. That's a hot link. It's just hotter hot dog. That's not a hot dog. It's the a hot hotter link. hot dog. So, uh, America <laughs> was built on hot, hot dogs. Yes, Which is with you. a bun. And the relish and but the But what thing. makes it not a sandwich? Like what because there's a wiener a in there in the hot dog That's bun. A hot dog, the definition of a hot dog is a wiener inside of a hot dog Which bun. Which is a sandwich. It's right it, there it, underneath chicken no, sandwich. No, if you put a hot link inside of a hot dog bun, it's a you hot still have sandwich. a hot link sandwich. But a wiener... Inside of a hot dog bun with relish is called a hot a dog. A wiener is just a, a, a hot link that grew up with white folks. That's and got no seasoning. No, and there's so many fancy sandwiches now, so you can't sit here and say, like, you can't. No, you're absolutely wrong. It's a trash The hot dog <laughs> is the little Richard of sandwiches. It started okay. it all. Right. No, but you can't, like, okay, just because you put, like, ham and cheese inside of a hot dog bun doesn't make it a hot yeah, dog. Stop no, that makes it a ham sandwich. That makes it a ham sandwich. Okay. <laughs> no, the hot no, dog no. is just. Gentrified in and of itself. You're totally gentrified. This debate will never, you guys. This this problem will never get solved. We've had many people discuss it, and we still haven't been able to come to a conclusion. We've been right. split like that hot dog bun, which yeah. makes it Thank a sandwich. You. Exactly. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. There you go. You okay, so, uh, <laughs> no, but we're going to go to that topic right there. Let's go. Okay. This one right there. On the top. Right there. Okay. How do you stand on this? Are oh. parents these days too soft on their kids? <laughs> hell yeah. No, I see so at first. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I think it's incredible. That parents do timeouts still. Right. I think it's weird that you're like, if you continue doing this, there's no punishment. Like, I was I was five years old when I took a man's fist to my face. Oh, my and God. my dad was like, you. like, you acting wrong, pop, 
Like, you know, like, he was, like, my first gay bully. Like, he, oh my right. God. He, like, yeah. he's like, you're going to learn how to fight. But guess what? Like, I now I know how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not, I have a nine-year-old. So she she is, don't get hot with your mouth. Because you, right. you get one yeah. of these, these yeah. quick yeah. hands. And she knows better. So, but it's all about, like, I think it starts at home. I think it's what you do with your children. I think it's eventually how you raise your children. And they manifest that into the community and the world we live in. So right. that's what Well, are these people, like... Soft on their kids because they're scared of their kids? Like, what's the deal? Like, why don't they... Why, why are they so soft now? I think there's so many people, like... Especially with social media. Like, this... This whole, I mean, going back to, like, mental health stuff. Like, I think, like... Don't abuse your kids because you are scarring them. Right. Don't abuse your kids because you're going to make them have some sort of insecurity or they're going to need therapy. Guess what? Growing up... There was no such thing as mental health. Yeah. Right. Like, I didn't have mental health. My, my mental health was like, you cried out with your brothers and sisters, and then you, like, go do what your mom and dad said. You know right. what I mean? That was my therapy, you know, that growing up. But, like, I'm 45 years old, where there was no no way that I could be soft. And that was, as a gay man, like, there was no way that <laughs> right. my dad's like, yo, don't be no pussy. You know what I mean? Like, no, we don't got time for all that. You're already gay, so we got to, be, we got to build you <laughs> right. up. So, there was none of that. Like, dude, trust me, man. My parents beat me all the time. I am a successful homeowner. I do great things. <laughs> I give back. I'm single. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, you think, Kente? Yeah. Why do you think these parents are so soft? Or are they soft? Parents are hella soft. Parents are hella soft. And they're not scared of their kids. They're scared of, of what people would think of them now. Mm-hmm. Like, like our parents didn't care what anybody outside Middle the house Middle of the store. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. Man. middle of the store. They I didn't know. care. You, all that, they I got personal experience. I grew up in the era where your parents could come to school if their teacher called you and the, and the principal would be like, yes, take him to the bathroom. No. What? And you would yes. get spanked in the bathroom and you would go back to class right. sniffling and sitting sideways. Right. Nah, everybody just tried out to look at you in class. We heard you. You got beat. And now it's like you, you can't you can't do anything or you feel like you can't do anything but I'm like it's like you said you're raising kids to feel like they are bigger than what they are like they feel like they can get away with there's nothing wrong with the word no there's nothing wrong with being told no you can't do that no that's wrong and there there are consequences from it like there's no consequences from it I'm gonna take your phone oh take my phone how do you have a phone in the first place Right. right. Everything in my parents' house was theirs. Right. <laughs> they were like, this is my room. I will take this door off if you ever slam it again. All of that. But we, yeah, parents are, are ridiculously soft. I don't I don't get it. And Do you it, think they're soft because they're being dictated to by society saying, oh, don't do this. You should be giving them time yeah. out. Or... Are they really scared of their kids? Because their kids are crazy now. I was going to say, kids, you, you kids, see TikTok now. You know what I'm saying? Kids, These kids be kicking out doors. I don't yeah. know if they want to go kids outside. Kids crazy. And... Kids been crazy. The kids was crazy. They when just we got a camera to... phone. Yeah. yeah, they just got an audience now. But kids been crazy. Right. And you was and you was like, cool, you could be crazy, but you come home, you going my mama said, you're going to see what crazy is. Uh-huh. Right. You keep being crazy at school. Right. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to test that. Yeah, I'm not going to test well, it's that. It's also like respect. I think mm-hmm. respect's yes. become a big thing. So I think that when I was growing up, you respect your parents mm-hmm. no matter what they say or what they do. This this age now kids have points of views. Yes, right. they yeah. all have. Yes. Uh, they have a moment. Mm-hmm. Like where right. I'm like, you can't be nine years old talking about. I'm struggling in life. You're nine. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Like, you have you're, to like, worry you're, about. You're nine. Like <laughs> right. Right. you still like pick your boogers. Like I don't like it's weird. You know, like you're nine. Like yes. you no. Know, so for me, it's like respect. I think once you teach respect in your home, mm-hmm. and you say this is what family's about respect time hanging out like i'm very old school but i'm very new age still about things but mm-hmm. at the end of the day like respect is a big thing you teach your, your kids to respect you teach your kids to be kind yeah i have a nine-year-old who goes to a private catholic school she's constantly trying to put me back in the closet like, wait, 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 <laughs> how is this happening like i pay for everything like, right. like what, what is this happening but at the end of the day like for me it's like we teach each other the word respect right boundaries but even she knows who's mm-hmm. top dog it's me right yeah. so right. she respects me and i think too there was when we grew up like your neighborhood parented you right like if you got in trouble down the street the dude uh, uh the, the, the people down the street who knew your parents already We're whose house you was at you got a, i got a spanking mm-hmm. and then by the time i got home i got another spanking because right. you embarrassed your parents but now like you said we they it became 
you can't nobody tell my, my child nothing but me. Right. And if you're not telling your child nothing, then your child is like, can't nobody tell me nothing. And he I go to school, yeah. and I'm going to do what I want to do, because teacher, you can't tell me nothing. Principal, you can't tell me nothing. Bus driver, you can't. So they act out to all these people, because they're like, you're not my mama. And before, right. he's like, I'm, that's not your mama, but don't embarrass me, because your mama will see you right. when you get home. Like, this is my son, and I'm telling you, the way I raised him, he's a really good dude. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I didn't do that all that time out and all yeah. that stuff like that. I wasn't abusive, though. Right. But I think that that thing they give where, oh, don't beat your kids, it's for them people who was really, like, beat beating their kids. kids yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was whooping them, you know, spank or whatever. Yeah. But I wasn't, like, sucking him in his face and right. kicking him down the stairs. This you know what I'm saying? Tell us the truth. <laughs> yeah. Tell us the truth. Yeah. This is you your moment. Why are you swearing Bleep one eye. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know... When we were little, when he was little, it was a different time. Mm-hmm. And he has to tell me and remind me now that the times are different of how yeah. they do things. And he teaches me a lot of things. And I think that a lot of parents don't realize how much their kids know, especially oh, teenagers yeah. and what they can learn from them. So mm-hmm. we're going um, to go to a phase right now that call, that is called test your knowledge. Hey, okay? And it's, it's not meant to make you feel stupid or nothing like that, although some people But it is meant to be a competition. We both went to UCLA, so we both know it's Right. And so you're just going to answer some questions Wait, for us. Is there a prize? If you don't know, there's always a you prize. You win bragging rights. You win bragging uh, rights hey, that you hey. want that this is where I stand. No, hey. uh, <laughs> yeah. Test your knowledge contest. Okay. okay? So we're going to ask you some questions. Okay. And if you know the answer, you answer it. If you don't, then say pass and it goes to them. Uh, and we are taking score. Okay? Uh, okay. Are you ready? <laughs> Yes. Okay, who wants to go first? Go ahead, Kente. Damn, that Ladies was quick. <laughs> so you, Ladies first? Ladies first. That's some shit. <laughs> Here, go, Kente. Right, go, All okay. right, go. So what is the main ingredient in guacamole? Avocado. Bam. It's your bit to kill this game. You should have went first. This is your food. Hey, you should have took the <laughs> This is your food. <laughs> your food. I'm What's pe- the main ingredient in gumbo? No, peppers. <laughs> <laughs> My sister's going to love this one. Oh, Who is Jay-Z married to? Uh, me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, go. Quick. Okay. Kente, yeah. when is St. Patrick's Day? March 17th. I'm fucking killing this game. I told you. I am, I am like the first round of Jeopardy in these streets. Um, okay, wait till we get to the second round. Oh, damn. <laughs> what does the acronym NBA stand for? Um, black guys playing with balls. <laughs> <laughs> black guys. <laughs> what? Na- National Basketball Association. Okay. <laughs> like, they're not even the letters. <laughs> black guys play with balls. Play with balls. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> okay. Um. How many, Kente, how many seconds are in a minute? 60. This <laughs> shit. Easy, yo. Easy hey, man. All right, we're all tied up. All right, we're all tied up. And these people are too smart for us. So I'm going to Narciso. How many dots does a double six domino have? Six. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. 
Go ahead, kid. Like Irvin Johnson. He's my favorite basketball player of Irvin. all time. So He's I my favorite good. too. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> see, you legit losing now. Okay. <laughs> um, so it goes to uh, what animal is known as the king of the jungle? Kente. The lion, Simba. The lion. The lion. Okay. It's in the movie. He gets all the. Six to three. Go ahead. Destroyed you. Damn, it's a runaway. What is the name of the actor that starred in the movie (laughs) Rush Hour with Chris Tucker? Do you understand words that are coming out of my mouth? Look at him. He's excited. (laughs) What is it? Can't say. You don't know him? The guy with Chris Tucker. He's an Asian guy. Chris Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. I knew who it was. He stole that from me. Ah, I'm sorry. He's killing it. He's killing it. Okay, is it Kite? You got that one, but you get another one, right? Yes. Okay, name one of the Jonas brothers. Ooh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, (laughs) Is it a John Jonas? Nope. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. I know their last names. Is it Harry? No. No, no, no. that's another group. Okay. Noah Jonas. Isn't there a Noah Jonas? No, there's no Noah. There's not a Noah? I slept with one. If you don't know Dick or Joe, then. Is it Jonas' cousin? Is it John Jonas? I slept with a cousin. So there's not a John? Is it John Jonas? What are their names? Nick Jonas. Nick, Nick. Yeah, so, do we count Nick that? Nick and Joe, no. Nick, no, <laughs> no we and Wanda. Oh, okay, moving on. We're gonna go to the bowl Nick, on that. Nick, Joe, and Kevin. We're going Wanda to. Nick. It's Nick, Joe, and Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Kevin is the yeah, homie yeah, one. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Jonas. Yes. Kevin Jonas. <laughs> I had to look this up. That looks mesh well. Kevin. That is the blackest Jonas name ever. Johnson. Okay. Now. We're going to get a little bit more serious with oh, these questions. Oh, yeah, a little bit that. more in That's this segment. Strong left turn. So, what do you wish that women understood about you? We're going to go to you, Cecil, first. <laughs> not, not women, men. You're... What do you wish that, you know, the people that are dating you or people that want to be with you, wish that you wish they would understand about you? Patience. That they have to be patient with you, or that you don't have patience. No, I want them to be patient with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because they always think like I'm like extra about everything, but I'm like I'm not. This is just this is, this is just my DNA. And then like they'll say things like, "You weren't like that when I met you." I'm like you met me at a show. Like you, I, that's, <laughs> right, what, that's, that's what I got. That's, that's what I did. Right. And then you loved all of it. And now you want to think like dim my light. Get out of here. No, no, mm-hmm. that's not happening. But yeah, just patience. I think I meet when I meet the right person. He knows, like, and I'm dating someone right now. He's like, I like watching you have fun. So it's nice because he's patient. Right. And he's cool with it. Like, he lets me go on the road and he's cool. Not that he lets me, but, like, he. <laughs> right, right, go, right, right, right. He's not weird or right. he's not insecure. Yes. There we go. That's he's not insecure. Mm-hmm. Heck, yeah. He's not That's insecure. Okay. What about you? What do you wish that women would understand about you? Uh, that just because I say I want to, I want time alone don't mean I don't want to be with them. Okay. Like a man, Ooh, that's a big one. Like if you, like a man cave, right. is a necessity. It is. It is. It is necessary. Not because I'm trying to get away from you, but I'm still a person. I'm still an individual, so yeah. I still like my space. You right. know, and it's not a reflection on you. It's just sometimes I like to be in my room by myself. Right. Yeah. My whole thing that I wish that people would understand about me is that even though I have certain quote unquote religious beliefs. I'm a real person, mm-hmm. and I don't judge people. You right. know what I'm saying? And people understand, don't understand how I have friends of all walk of, walks right. of life. Well, that's because you live a narrow-minded uh, life, right. and mm-hmm. I live an open-minded life. I don't try to get people to believe what I believe. Yeah. I let them believe what they believe, and I just live by example. Mm-hmm. And I have people, you know what I'm saying? I'm not no judgmental person. Right. I have friends that are straight, I have friends that are gay, I have friends that are but Muslims, I have friends that are whatever, you right, know, right. I don't judge nothing, mm-hmm. I got friends that smoke weed, I got friends that do crack, you know what I mean, I oh, hope they get good. off the crack, but I want to have, yes I do, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I invite I, them over I, to the house, I, I, I mean, I don't do it with them, but <laughs> yeah, I do have associates. a few friends that's on meth and a whole bunch of stuff, but Ooh. the point is, I wish people would understand 
that they are imposing what they believe about me on me. Yeah. When I just, the people who really know me, like, you don't even know I want to. She's mad cool. Yeah. Like, she real down to earth. People think I'm a certain way when they don't know me at all. Yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? What about you, um, number one? Um, I would say that the patience one, I'm going to steal that one as well. He stole it. Right? Because <laughs> I feel like... It was a good one, though. Yeah. It was, it was, that, was that was good. It was good. Right? It's, you know what I mean? Profit. Right. Like a profit. Just dropping gems. Dropping gems. Right. Jewels. But yeah, with patience, for me, it's like when you're dealing with a woman, like, especially with a job like I have, I'm in the entertainment industry, like her, like... You don't have the time to show her the care and stuff like that. So she might be like, oh, you're just not interested in me. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm actually busy. Like, it's not because of some other girl. It's not because right. of a whole bunch of other things that you are having in your head. If you have the patience, I will show you, you know, in the time that I have that I care about mm-hmm. you. So I, I wish that was, you know. That they would understand that yeah. and not take it so personally. Right. I heard one of the best things were, like, there's all these, like, housewife shows, right? Right. And there was, uh, I'm blanking on her name, but she said, oh, Gabrielle Union? Is that her name? That the, Gabrielle the, Union Dwayne is the actress. Dwayne Wade? She's yeah. married to Dwayne yeah. Wade? Oh, yeah, She yeah. said, um, I'm not worried about, um, being on these shows. I'm worried about celebrating my man. Mm. Right. And she's like, and that comes with patience. Right. For like, sure. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, I hear powerful. that. Yeah. I hear that. So we're going to go to the bowl again. Go ahead. Hope it ain't another deep one. <laughs> the bowl is deep. Okay. So if you could be doing exactly what you want to be doing in the entertainment industry, what would you be doing? Not a damn thing. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> I would be producing my projects that I've already written and uh, hiring uh, capable and talent, my capable and talented friends. Like the studios, you know, running running my own network. Right. You know, be uh, be contagious productions. That's dope. It'd be like Tyler Perry productions, but we'd actually pay you what you were. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like producing comedy or what? Comedy, drama, uh, reality shows. Like I got a lot of show ideas in my head that I write down. Like and written several scripts. Uh, horror movies. I'm a big horror fan, so I wrote a horror movie. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it it will run the gamut. Bunch of craziness, and I wouldn't have to write them all, you know. Be like, right, if I have sure. I had writer friends, would be like, you know, I want you to produce this, and if it's good, I'd be like, it's good, let's go. So, that's exactly what I would be doing. Okay. I'd be a, a mogul in these streets. I'm not us, right? What about you, Cecil? For me, like, I, I'm gonna be selfish. I've always wanted to have my own sitcom, <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted my own sitcom, and this, this question means a lot to me because, like, something currently just happened with like George Lopez and Ralph Barbosa mm-hmm. about like. He got put on blast about like not supporting Latino comics or not putting people on. Like, mm. I think what's important, that, and I watch things, and I'm like, why, why do you want all these cars versus like I think of like all those vehicles there could be producing a movie for people, mm-hmm. for your friends, right. for your family, for Black people, for Latinos, for like ethnic people. Like I think about things like all the time where I'm like, you have all that money and yet you don't want to put people on. Right. That, to me, where I'm like, mm. I don't know, I, I, maybe because I'm about community, mm-hmm. that's just kind of the, the way that I was raised, and like, being gay and stuff, like, my mom was like, you build your own community, you feel me? So, I think for me, like, being a gay Mexican-American man, like, I think it's important for me to, like, be celebrated, I think it's important for, especially brown and black gay people to have a voice, mm-hmm. yeah, because we get shut down all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But do and people give you flack for it, like in your own community? All the time, all the time. I mean, they're the number, they're, they're the number one haters. Mm. Oh, okay. They don't want to celebrate, but that because that's deeper okay, level. Okay. That's more of an insecurity. That's more like, why can I have that? Versus like, mm. let me celebrate people. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I I get really sensitive about things like that because I constantly like it's Gay Pride Month. It starts today, mm-hmm. and when we talk about Pride Month, it's always like, gay people are just go out there march and let's be celebrating. We are the number one haters towards each other. Each other, okay. And well, that's I when, like, know stop that. faking yeah, the I funk. No stop faking the that. funk. You guys be hating on each other all the time. There's gay comics that don't like me, that don't mess with me, but I'm like, I'm okay with it. 
because I do more straight shit than anybody, you know? So it's okay. But for me, it's like, keep it real. Like, let's celebrate people. You're different. I don't, I don't have to like you, but I can still respect you. Right. That's yeah, the difference. Oh, okay. You feel me? So, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, I want my own sitcom. <laughs> okay. That's right. Okay. What about you, Mom? Um, me, I, I'm doing really what I've always wanted to be doing because most people don't even know I'm not even a stand-up comedian. I'm a, if you Google me, I'm a screenwriter. I've been a screenwriter for years. And some of your favorite movies, I've written those and stuff like that. So I would want to uh, develop that into my own production company. Instead of writing films for other people or selling scripts to someone else for them to do it, I'd like to make my own films and put all of my friends in those films. Yes. Write those movies and star in them. Absolutely. You know, kind of like... Uh, I always say that the female version of how Spike Lee did it in the beginning, mm-hmm. yeah, or, yeah. or the African American version of uh, Penny Marshall, yeah. yes. to where I'm directing and I'm starring in in a little part, like the mm-hmm. Morris Blackman yeah. type of thing, so I don't have to do a whole lot. Right. And um, I've always done that, uh, give back to my friends or people that I like. If I'm doing my podcast, everybody on here, I don't. If I don't mess with you heavy, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to promote you. I yeah. am not going to be having you on no flyers or putting you on that. I just right. don't want to do it. So, uh, everybody that I love like that, I, I put them in those movies. That's okay. dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to go to the next question. You ain't answering what would you be doing? Yeah. Hmm. See? Y'all okay. be like, oh, I got those. See, he thought he was sending me through. Yeah, he thought he was through. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, what I would be doing, I'd be doing Patience. He would be doing first of all all the sound for my uh, movies because he went to, to film school, so oh, okay. he does you know sound and yeah. you know he'd be doing let her talk about you, let her celebrate her celebrate Yeah, he did the tracks for my new album. Yeah, so yeah, this is my partner in crime right here. I'm talking about, but um, if you're asking me, I would just be working on probably. Biggest album out that'll be my dream okay. or awesome. whatever is the biggest. So at this point, probably Drake or something like that. Working mm. on like a Billboard chart like album. Yeah. Make him a little less sensitive. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the hurtest rapper ever. Oh, I, want, I want him to be on some murder stuff. To be honest, <laughs> no, I want to see him on some no, stuff. That killer vibe. <laughs> if you listen to Drake, if you listen to Drake, because because my nephew loves him, and I listen to his lyrics, I was like, oh, his feelings are hurt a lot. Yeah. Right before he gets in the studio. Right. I bought your daddy a car. He won't even call me. Why you? He drinks kombucha. That's how sensitive he is. Maybe a little sugary. I don't know. Yeah. It ain't hey, no hey, telling. Tell it, it, it ain't yeah. no telling. For real, for real. Yep. So I'm going to hear a little bit about you guys and what you have going on. And then I'm going to go to a question. So, Narciso, without telling any dates in particular, you could just say next week or it's be generic. Um, about what you have coming up and where can they find you on social media? Um, my Instagram is CISO, Comic CISO. I, I, I do a lot of like LA shows. I was at the Improv last night, Bray Improv, with Nick Guerra. He's been showing mm. me love. I love him. And mm. Carlos Mencia has been showing me lots of love too. Um, Jesus Sepulveda, I'm, I'm in Fresno with him. Like, these are all I like, love it yeah, these are all like young, yeah. like, you know, comics He's getting doing like great HBO now. stuff. Yeah. Like, right. and yeah. I, yeah, so it's like, I. I'm all about celebrating. Like, I, I always wonder, like, I had an interview for something, and I was like, oh, am I next? You know, hopefully, fingers crossed. But yeah. for me, it's like, a, I, I definitely believe in community. I love to jump on shows that I want to be celebrated. I want to have a voice. And I, I love being the only gay comic on these shows. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah. you're going to watch what I, I do. Like, yeah, so you know? I'm okay with yeah. that. So. There's a lot of shows coming up. June for me is like kind of like my travel month. I'm going to Madrid. I'm really, really nice. excited about that. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to Sweetie. Spain. Yeah, I'm going to Spain. Sugar Daddy, thank you. Hey, man. Um, thank you. Oh, I need a sugar daddy. I know about that. Just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, man. And then I run my own show at Lilo's Core Group. And Rhonda, you've done yeah, it. And Rhonda, it. they love you there. I love it over there. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even exist. And Rhonda walks in. She is Oprah. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun show. So yeah, I'm again. So 
Booked and busy. Let's go. I know, that's yeah, right. right. So, Kente, man, I've been knowing you, man, so 15, long. 11 years. Yes. So long. And uh, we've been working together, and I know you got a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on. So, what you working on right now? Uh, What am I working on? Uh, I got uh, shows in L.A. Um, doing the Laugh Factory next week. Um, Chris Spencer's show at the Miracle Theater. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Third Wednesday of this month. Uh-huh. I do my monthly show at Faithful Central. Uh, they let me host it for seven years straight. Mm-hmm, they want yeah. to just come in and there and destroy yeah. it. You got to get you? No, we got to get you. No, it's it. And I tell folks like I'm a I'm a Christian. I'm a comic who's a Christian. I'm not a Christian comic. So my comedy, I do cussing. I do non cussing. But the audience is used to me hanging out at the edge. Right. So I've had, we've had Edwanda, we've had everybody run the gamut. Only one, per, only thing you can't do is cuss. We only had one person cuss, mm. and and he said the big cuss word. He was like, "God oh, damn it!" Oh, and I was like, "Oh, oh you yeah. can't do that." Yeah. He invoked God. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, no. That's oh, no. and, and and he was one of oh, no. he was the first white comic we had on stage. Oh, I was like, oh my goodness! That's what happened when we let him in the comedian. house. Yeah, <laughs> Bless me. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> I see, that's right, let man. him gentrify the neighborhood. <laughs> Speaking but, of that, you bringing up our next question. Yeah. You brought up our next question. Oh, okay. We was gonna ask. Now, a lot of times, uh, we think about us being entertainers, mm-hmm. celebrities, and stuff like that. We're celebrities in our own right, or whatever. Some are, you know, more recognizable, like we're not Beyonce, yeah. you know, per se. Except uh, that, somebody. Well, somebody we is, somebody. somebody else. We do have Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce and Jason. And stuff like that, <laughs> and they, the Beehive, you know, yeah. whatever. But do you honestly think that when you get to the Beehive status, that it's a responsibility. What? Like, do you guys think there's a responsibility at, like, a celebrity status to be a role model or to be, you know, somebody that the kids look up to? For sure. You want to go first? Yeah, I, I will. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of split into this because for me it's like a, yes, it's your responsibility because you are on a platform. Right. But it's also not my responsibility to raise you. Mm-hmm. I'm not your parent. Right. So whatever's happening in your household is your parents' responsibility. Because people need to start taking accountability. That's what it comes down to. No one takes mm-hmm. accountability anymore, you guys. Everyone's like, blame this person. Blame that person. Mm-hmm. What about what's going on with you? Like, does anyone right. look in the mirror anymore? Like, no. no like, Self-reflection. But when, like, rappers are, when people make songs about certain things and then the kids do what they're saying, isn't that kind of like brainwashing them? Well... Uh, to piggyback on Cecil's point, one, yes, they're they're grown folks. Like the music that they're making is, unless you're making Disney music, you're not making the music for the kids per se. So your parents have to police that. Like I, my, you know, Marvin Gaye and all the folks growing up was talking about fucking sexual healing, <laughs> sexual healing. <laughs> yeah, right. but you and your parents were like, no, you can't listen to this. This is grown folks music. Right. So. To that point, yes, but I also think the the artist is a role model in that they know that people are looking up to them. So if you like, if you know people are looking up to you, some folk, there's some stuff that you can't allow yourself to do in public. Like you know, if you do shit at the house, that's cool. But if you know you got, if you know you like, like for Beyonce, for example, there's a lot of young ladies that look up to her mm. and as a role model. So she is very guarded and and very intentional about what she does publicly. Right. We don't know what she does at the house, which is her own business. But when you're out and people are watching you and you're in that line, because one, people are looking up to you, and then there's another group of people that are waiting to tear you down Mm. as soon as you fuck up. They are like, we're going to... But what you say about those people who say, well, I don't care. I'm going to do what I did. I don't yeah. even know them. Because yeah, I'm going to smoke this crack in my video. Mm-hmm. Them ain't my kids. I don't, I don't think care. celebrities have a responsibility to do it, right? Like, I think it's like you said, and like you said, mm-hmm. like, the responsibility isn't on the person that's the celebrity. If they choose, just like you said, to be out in the public smoking 50 blunts and... Okay, some kid decides to do that. That's not my responsibility. I can understand how it could be taken like that because of the platform that I have, but that shouldn't be on me. The onus should not be on me. So then, all. let me ask you this: So the only role models 
in the world then are your parents? For me, yes, right? But in real life. Because they say, because when you're growing up, they say, what do you want to be? If you say, I want to be the president, you'd be like, okay, well, then your your examples, which would be your role models, mm-hmm. or Barack Obama. Uh, but it's like people are like, I'm saying like kids, they admire the wrong thing. They look oh, yeah. up to the wrong people. These people are not good people that but they, they want to be like. They weren't always doing it. Like, no, but that's what I was just speaking yeah. from the perspective of. people are like really had, like, yeah. people that they admire because they have a hit record. You right. know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It's like this person is not a good person, mm-hmm. you feel me? And so the responsibility of the celebrities, some of them say, forget that. I, I, you know, those are not my kids. Oh, yeah. If I want to smoke weed, if I want to do crack, if I want to do whatever, yes. so what? That ain't my son. Yes. But as a celebrity, you should have the responsibility to say, well, don't do that in front of the kids yeah. or whatever. Because that used to be a thing. Right. That used to be a thing. Like, yeah, you could do whatever, but don't do it in front of the kids because the kids are watching. And and at a certain point, it was like fuck them kids. We and go, pretty much, we'll do whatever we want to do. Well, I think, I think about like when we were growing up. Like I grew up to like two life crew. Like my mom and dad were like, you can't listen to that. Right. Remember like, that? Yeah. They yeah, like, talked like, two life like, crew. Luke like was like all that rum shake. Like, my mom was yeah. like, you are not gonna listen to that. And I'm like, yeah. mom, but I want a rum shake. You know, mm-hmm. I'm five. You know, she was like, no, you're not, <laughs> doing, you're not doing that. Like, right. But she there was that the parenting mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. Yes. People don't parent anymore. And I'm not saying you have to have a mom and a dad at home, but you have a grandmother. You have mm-hmm. aunts and uncles. You have teachers. Right. You have people that are part of the community. Like, everyone has a role. Yes. And I think about, like, this day and age, in 2023, where I'm like, no one cares anymore. No. Nope. Right. We're literally living in the golden age of disrespect. Mm-hmm. Like, I always and try I to do something good, but then I'm thinking about it, he tell me, like, Mom, these people don't care anyway. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think they do care because sometimes, like, the kids, especially teenagers, you do something, you tell them something, or you try to show a positive image, it helps them, you know, to, they'll be like, wow, nobody ever told me that, or never gave me that, or never spent time, you know what I mean? I do, I go the extra mile, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, even here, with us coming here, you know, some people, oh, you didn't have to do all that, it's like, well, I'm going to feed you, I want you to have some drinks and, and relax and, and you guys came out here to just have a good time with me right. and it's not about having to do it it's about wanting to do it to just show how much you show appreciate you know yeah. or whatever but everybody doesn't think like that so no, I mean what, you know so most people don't even care at all no. like, about image or I feel like a lot of people fake care yes yeah, like, yeah. I agree but they like mm-hmm. to do them photo ops you know yeah, with the, yeah. social media and and the pervasiveness of it in our society and I don't and it I'll say America because when you travel outside of America exactly. it's not as prevalent no but here it's I mean China TikTok is different than America absolutely and they've set it up that way well yeah. actually um, they changed it I don't know if you've seen the new TikTok where they actually have a, like a stem portion now because yeah. of what happened over there in China because yeah, they found out literally <laughs> make a right. whole partition for it. But America wow. was never asking yeah. for that because America just wanted the entertainment. Right. And, and we become, like like you said, we do stuff fakely. Like yeah. We floss fakely. We we, we give fakely. We, right. Nothing nothing is really genuine anymore. It's like nope. everything is, is a with that in mind, With that in mind, do you think that this new generation, not him, mm-hmm. but under him, these, uh, <laughs> he's a millennial. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's yes. millennial. The late millennial. Mm-hmm. But the Z... I feel oh, like Z, all they Z do is social media. Z and under, it's like they different. You know yes. what I'm saying? And I, I want to ask you, <laughs> is social media bad? Is it ruining 
is it ruining us? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, no. I mean, every, I think everything is, it, I, it's just like drinking. Yeah. Is everything in moderation is fine. Right. I also think, I, but I do believe that kids have access to stuff way too soon. Like, we've allowed YouTube, social media, kids get iPads and Babies. iPhones at at three, four years old. It's, it's, a, baby it's, baby. Baby. Yeah, it's yeah. a babysitter. It's a new babysitter. Yeah, it's a new babysitter. Give them the tablet. They good to go. Yeah, when we was growing Phone, up, yeah. when we was growing up, it was a certain time you could watch TV and then my parents would be like, all right, that's enough TV. Go, go to read room. a book, yeah. go play, or do something, or come in here and talk to us. Structure. Yeah. Right. Another so thing that. was y'all went outside. Yes. Like, yeah, y'all yeah. don't go outside. It, like, that's no, why a lot I, of kids I don't know, like, that's the last generation We rode bikes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see kids be like, I'm not trying to ride no bikes. Like, yeah. Like, I see the ice cream man <laughs> drive through yeah, my neighborhood. Like, and then nobody ever like, was running after him. Nobody no, running after I got him. Amazon. They ship them to my house now. Yeah. It's like, you're yeah. nine. How are you ordering? Who right. gave you their credit card? Right. Right. It's a whole bunch of questions. They got their own credit card. Right. They got their own. But is it good or is it bad? It's bad. It's, it's bad. Like, I, I have a nine-year-old, and, and one I've talked to you about, Ava, and, like, she doesn't have social media. She's not allowed. Good. Okay. But she's in skateboarding camp. She's yes. in jiu-jitsu. Yes. She's in folklorico. She's in choir. What was that, what was that right there? What's the folklorico? That's a Hey, that's it. Okay. No, but she's okay. in things. So all of her cousins are like, you're weird. You do weird things. Right. She's like, no. She's like, no. My dad wants to have talent. You know right. Exactly. Like, yeah. But she's smarter than all her cousins. Yes. You know, right. she reads in 12th grade level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So don't come for this little girl. But it's what we chose to do with yes. her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you want your kid to have a YouTube channel, good luck with that. You know what I mean? That's cool. But don't worry about, he's going to go on prescription medication because he's got anxiety at seven. And they know what anxiety is at seven. They know what anxiety is. I have anxiety. I need my pills. Yes. What are you doing on them ADHD? And that's what I'm saying. Like, they have, like, this this Z generation has so much access to to so much, to so many things but they don't have the knowledge to know what they're looking at and so they just keep watching all they the don't people. have the perspective they no, don't have any perspective. Like, like, and no, my... no parents are watching it with them to be no. like what do you like my parents would watch something with us and they'd be like what do you think about that Same. And, and then you'd have like, to explain then we talk and relate to each other but it's probably harder for you because you a man relating to a daughter and daughters be uh, sneaky yeah, yeah. and they don't be telling you stuff yeah. but I'm, I'm I come from a nosy family so, uh, okay, so you find out. I find out. I already know. I'm just wanting to tell. Yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, I already know. Yeah, like, like, my, daughter, my daughter smokes weed. Right? right. And when she was a freshman in college, she came home and it started smelling weed. Smelling right. weed. And I was like, what the hell is that? She's like, oh, that's Brandy. Brandy was smoking in the car. And I was like, well, you got to stop hanging out with Brandy. One time I left the house and I came and she was at the house. And I came back because I forgot my wallet. Ten minutes later. She was in there. She, no, she wasn't in there, but the house smelled like I said, what the fuck is that? Brandy was just here. I said, I just left. Brandy was here. And she was like, okay, Brandy I can't, I can't lie, lie no more. Nothing, okay. yeah, I can't right. lie no more. I'm trying to lie no more. I smell it. She didn't care about Brandy, her friend at all. No, she, she was throwing Brandy under the bus. Under the bus. <laughs> from jump. She was throwing Brandy. Now, I think about it. She was throwing Brandy under the bus since she was like 15. Oh, Brandy's been doing everything. Yeah, I was like, Brandy is you. Yeah. Brandy, don't even Say, smoke. I'm asking for a friend. Right. But I also, <laughs> You're the I also did like my parents did with me in terms of her. Like, you're not going to talk to me about everything. I know you're going to talk to my sister because she's a, a woman. Are you going to talk to your grandmama? I get that. But if you need me, I okay. need you to tell me what you need me for. Girls are scared to say yeah. something to their father, though. Like, she was like a, him, he shocked uh, me with stuff. he tell me, I'd yeah. be like, okay, I don't need to know all that. Oh, yeah. But, I had to tell but that. that's the but rule. Just, you make yourself available. Exactly. And I you tell mean, him like, stuff yeah. that, I, that I probably shouldn't, but yeah. we just are like that. I yeah. don't know what that is. But you got to be, you got to be, a, cool. and for girls, they got to, the, whoever they're with, got to know that there's a man at the house yeah. that right. will there will be a problem if she got a problem. It's going right. to be a consequence. Like, yeah, it's going to be consequences right. to it. And so that's, that was the biggest thing. Like, she was like, why do, you, why do I have to meet, why do you have to meet somebody I'm going out with? So that's like, so they know that if you're not home by tw- at 10, 30, 11, there's going to be somebody coming to look for them. Right. And so she didn't, she didn't get it till later. And then she was like, I get it. I understand it. Because 
because her friends didn't. And her friends were doing any old kind of thing. And she was like, well, I'm glad you was here. You know, but it's, it's like you said, you got to be available to them. So that, because they don't know everything at that age. They know a lot. They have access to a lot more information. But you don't know everything. I didn't know everything when I was, when I was 14, 15, when I was like, you don't know what you're talking about, Daddy. Kids, but kids are way different now than then. But they still don't know everything. I used to everything. think that they're the same, yeah. but they're not. They have so much access they to stuff. They have access to shit. It's different but than they don't when have we the were wisdom. kids. Like, like, wisdom only comes from living through shit. Like, you can have, you can go to the library, we had to do, mm-hmm. and read everything. Nah, we get and, our phone out. Yeah, you can get your phone out and Google everything. But if you don't have the wisdom to go with the, the information you're getting, you it can it can go bad. Like I used to be the one that was insensitive, saying like, "What is the big deal with these kids getting bullied at school, and oh, yeah. why do they want to do?" Yeah. But I researched it, and uh, it's way yeah. worse. It's girls like they follow you home. I'm yeah. talking about yeah. being on Instagram, calling you all kind of stuff, saying you got a disease. Mm-hmm. Videotaping you in the bathroom, and you know what I mean. I'm talking about yeah. to where you have to literally switch schools. Yeah, no, and, that's the, and, and, and even when now. you do yeah. that, people be yeah. like, "Oh, you're yeah. boo boo girl or yeah. whatever." Like it's horrible. It like mm-hmm. and so it's Don't go way, viral. it's, it's really over for and, that's, yeah. and that's the forever. That's, that's the crazy part about social media because we always my my parents were like, "Why don't they just close the computer?" Be like, because uh-uh. the social media doesn't end just because you close your computer. Right, because I your just, whole yeah. circle right. is following you, and they see what they started to call you. They see how you getting punked in school. Right. You know, they if you transfer schools, no, the people at the new school know. You yeah. can transfer across the country. And, and they, they still be like, know that person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you have, like, a, you was walking to the bathroom, and you got a tissue stuck yeah. on your foot, right? And they put the video. Mm-hmm. Now you tissue girl, like, yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Tissue girl. You be yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. You 35 years old with a whole family. <laughs> tissue, tissue girl. She looks like tissue, tissue girl. Tissue right. girl. Yeah. Are you tissue girl? You yeah. know, it's just too much. If you had a chance, Marcy, so to go back to your 20-year-old self mm. and have a conversation, <laughs> what would you tell 20-year-old Marcy, so? Oh, God. Give, what's mm. the pep talk? I'll do, you want me to do mine while you're thinking? <laughs> okay, mine, uh, my 20-year-old self. Don't worry about it because mm. you're gonna, uh, you're gonna, everything's gonna change. It's not gonna be this way all the time. Mm-hmm. You're gonna come up. You're gonna make money. You're gonna be a celebrity, and it's just gonna override everything. Don't worry. You're gonna find a man that loves you more than anything, and mm. you're just gonna get live an amazing life. So keep going. You're fine. You're halfway there. I support that. I'll, I'll piggyback on that. <laughs> support that. For me, was like a, um, just trust the process. Mm-hmm. For me, like, like growing up wasn't easy. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like a. I have a very, like very masculine father, with three sisters. So yeah. it was, I constantly had to always just seek, like validation. Yeah. So I always look for other things like singing or acting or hanging out with my friends right. and I was being funny because I needed my mother did an amazing job raising me but she could only do so much right. yeah but right. I still needed that man figure right. even right. if I am gay like he's I'm still a man right. you know what I mean right. so I want to learn how to change a tire mm-hmm. I want to do know how to do an oil change you know like things like that so for me it was just like trusting the process that one day I will get love from and then, you know, my dad's passed, but mm. I, one thing we've learned, and this is where he taught me the value of hard work, mm. and I love him for that. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, when he was, like, on his dying dad deathbed, he just said, forgive me, mm. and I learned to forgive. Mm. So we forgave each other. So now I just, it's funny, because now that he's passed, I have the best relationship with him. Like, we talk all the time. Like, I know it sounds creepy, like, ghost right. the movie, but, like, he's, like, I'm constantly, like... What's up, Dad? Like you good? Like I light you a candle. I'm so I'm I'm very spiritual about things like that. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like a we're connected energies right now, yes. and our frequencies work for me. But for me, it's just uh-huh. trust the process. Like being gay is a very small spectrum of who I am. There's more to me than that. So yeah. I try to tell people. I try to tell people all the time. Like 
not just gay, you guys. Like, I'm a person. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like, I I'm would have loved to have met 20 year old um, Narcissa. I was fine. To see what kind of person that was, you know. Okay, what about 20 year old uh, Kente? Who I bet you was killing the game. <laughs> And uh, all the girls was for you. Uh, That's all uh, your yo nine. Like yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He like, was like, you see that like? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm already doing. I would have legit told 20-year-old Kente, don't take the condom off with that one. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Oh, that that no, on that note, on that note, we must get out of here. I'm gonna let everybody say little final encouraging <laughs> words. We normally don't do this, but we're gonna do a little one minute final encouraging words to y'all because this was a different type of situation where we was talking about some vibes or some good stuff, right? So I'm gonna go with you guys on that. You already met my guests. You know a little bit about them, and we broke down some deep stuff today. So we're gonna give our one minute close. Out and I will go last. Narcisa is gonna go first. What's up? Hey, listen, it's a uh, community. Narcisa Gonzalez, you guys. Uh, for me, it's like if you don't like something, guess what? Your head pivots, look the other way. <laughs> Let people be. Yeah. Mind your business. Mind yeah. your business. That was quick. Oh, that was quick. Okay. Uh, at Contagious on everything, K E N T E G I O U S. Uh, thank you, Wanda, for having me. Noble one, appreciate y'all. Narcisa, my new friend. Um, we friends now. Yeah, we friends. Take it. Um, <laughs> but uh, for me, it is like be who you are. Don't be who you think anybody else wants you to be. Don't be who you think your clique wants you to be. Be who you are because once, once you are comfortable in your skin, everybody who attracts who you attract will be the people that you enjoy the most and who enjoy you the most. So be who you are. You only got one of you. Number one. Mine is uh, run your race. Hey, uh, say that again. Run your race. Like, everybody's looking at other people because of social media and because of everything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people keep, you know, saying, oh, I should be here or I should be there versus just running your race and let your path be your path. And don't let anybody else distract you from it. That's old school. school. Stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. Well, mine is this, and I might close every show with this from now on. That never be afraid of life because life can be delicious and all you have to do is tasty. Mm. I like mm. that. You know what I'm saying? I don't okay. think about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid. I was off the dome right good. there. Yeah, you I'm just tasted that. life. Let it rest. It can be delicious. You just kind of taste it. You're like Gandhi. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? So, so hey, okay. we'll see you guys next week on This, this is, is Where I Stand. Hey.